0: This is Healing Through Love. Hello, lovelies. (laughs) Welcome back to yet another episode of Healing Through Love. My name is Olivia Luna, and I'm just a 32-year-old single woman who has never been in love before. And this podcast is my journey to find a healthy, healing, long-term monogamous relationship. Um, so it's been a minute y'all. Hi. <laughs> um, yeah. So a couple things. Um, first I want to just give a huge thank you to anyone and everyone who has reached out over the past few weeks to kind of check in on me. Um, the episode drops have been a little slower than before, as I'm sure some of you who have been consistently listening, um, have noticed. Um, and I just wanted to first say, I'm, I'm so sorry for, you know, kind of failing to, uh, follow through on the commitment that I made at the beginning of this podcast. You know, I started this purely as just like a personal project, um, as an opportunity to kind of really, you know, commit to something that is just for me. And, um, in that process, I think with anything, when you're committing to something for yourself, it can be a struggle. And there are definitely days and times when you're not able to follow through as consistently as you had hoped. And I think, um, over the past few weeks, you know, I'm going to update you on what's been going on, but, uh, I started to get a little overwhelmed with the amount of like, um, work that I had to do and, and especially with this podcast, um, the amount of effort and attention that I put into these episodes, it was hard. It was hard for me to keep up and, you know, get get everything out on time. Um, but I am back here with you all to try to recommit and uh, reignite this spark. Um, I had an incredible trip to Mexico this past weekend with some incredible ladies for a bachelor weekend. Um, And a lot of them also asked me about, you know, the podcast and how things are going and stuff. And, you know, there was definitely a period of time where I thought, like, this wasn't worthwhile to continue. You know, so much of this is about my personal love life. Um, And (laughs) spoiler alert, like, nothing's really happening right now. Uh, So it was hard for me to envision like keeping this going, but so many of them just really motivated me and encouraged me to, you know, still just, just share my story because there are people that are, you know, genuinely interested and curious, which I didn't, I didn't think was a thing. You know, I, I'm always so surprised whenever somebody like, is just so genuinely invested in my, in my story and in my journey. So Again, I really appreciate everybody who's been reaching out and who's been really pushing me to keep going. I'm I'm back and I'm gonna you know do my best. Um, and my apologies for my guests who you know have been on this podcast and are still waiting for their episodes to come out. I promise all of those episodes are coming. They're so great. So continue to listen, um, continue to follow. Please share. Please leave me a rating if you can. Leave me a five star review um, if you're loving this podcast. And yeah, I just I just could not be here without this continuous um, support and love and this and, um, des- desire for me to speak on my life. <laughs> so uh, thank you all, thank you all so much. And I'm excited to be back. So I thought I would uh, spend a little time today to update you on what's been going on with my life. Um, so, if anybody is following my personal page on Instagram, you've seen that I've recently started a new job, which has been, you know, really wonderful, really exciting. It's a full time role. So, it's also been very demanding. And um, I think a lot of that transition to a new job, learning new things, it really did take away a lot of time um, that I was committing originally to the podcast. You know, I put so much into, you know, editing these episodes and doing the episode artwork and social cuts and everything. And um, I just did not have the time or the energy to really uh, do a lot of that in the past few weeks. Um, But since, you know, starting the new job, I've really started to kind of settle in, find my groove, find my pace. And so I think I'm ready to kind of finish out these episodes. Um, I believe this episode is officially number 40, which is exciting. Um, I've told myself that I want to get to at least 50, which is how many um, episodes I have left. And so, yeah, here we go. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm really determined to do it. And uh, I think that'll be sort of the closing of this first season. From there, We'll see where life is at in terms of my love life, whether I keep going or maybe I pivot. I don't know. But if you guys have any thoughts, opinions, questions, concerns, anything like that, feel free to reach out. Um, You know, you can hit us up on social media by tagging at Solidarity underscore media, or you can go to SolidarityMediaProductions.com to send me an email. Keep the conversation going as always. Uh, so in terms of my love life, I did officially finish the matchmaking service, which was like the whole, you know, reason for why I started this podcast. Um, and even though unfortunately I did not find love through that program, I did learn a lot about myself and it it did really provide me with like the insight, the confidence, the healing that I needed to get back into dating by myself. You know, I think, having a couple of really great, healthy, you know, positive dates um, with men who were more in line with what I needed as opposed to what I what I wanted or what I thought I wanted. Um, it really opened my my eyes to what was possible in love for me um, and how I could approach dating from this kind of just more secure sort of mindset, which has always been the ultimate goal. And so I am officially back on the dating apps, uh, <laughs> which uh, I feel kind of like a little bit of a hypocrite because I I know in a couple episodes I've said it's not for me. I'm not doing it. I don't want to meet anybody on there. It, it's never worked out. You know, I want to I want to have that that meet cute moment and meet some guy in in, in real life. Um, and you know, I still have a little bit of hope in my heart for that, but. I did realize that, you know, with the new job and with like living in New York and everything and just like um, the struggle of meeting people um, in my day-to-day was was getting tough. And so n- I felt now that I've done so much work and I have this new insight as to what uh, a healthy, healing, dating experience could be like, um, I felt like I had m- a much better um I felt like I had much stronger tools going into online dating. Uh, so I've been back online dating and um, so far I've had, again, some really great dates. Um, so I thought today I kind of would talk about like how I'm sort of approaching online dating a little bit differently this time around. So as always, it's important for me to be aware of like, one, what was I doing in the past and like what what is it that I can do differently? So. I realized in the past that one thing that would really just like give me dating fatigue was just I would often just find myself like over swiping in a way where I'm like swiping right meaning like really trying to give the benefit of the doubt to any and every single guy <laughs> on there um you know kind of making excuses for not great profiles, you know, and so I'm then these are these profiles are like you know maybe guys that um don't really have a lot on their profile or they just have like their Instagram handle or something, and I would just I would just be sitting there for like at least like ten minutes on one profile, just like looking at pictures and like. Just creating this story and narrative in my head about well who he could be and and maybe maybe he's this and and maybe maybe this happened and this is why he doesn't have anything on here this is why he has something crazy on here whatever like making all of these excuses for why I don't feel an immediate attraction to this person and their profile you know I could feel in my heart this uneasy unsafeness when I'm looking at it but I'm like rash trying to rationalize why I need to be open to the potential of this match. And a lot of it was scarcity mindset. Like if I, you know, pass on this guy, I could be passing on the love of my life, right? Like every potential, you know, match here could be it. And I don't want to like limit myself. Um, but what I was then doing was like, I would be opening up myself to these just, you know, not great people really, or, you know, matches that just don't have the same intention or, you know, the same goal as I do in love and in relationships. And then I would go on these dates and just have a bad time and like really struggle to like connect with somebody who's from the jump was just not going to be for me. Um, And then that's how the dating fatigue starts to happen, you know, and you have enough like bad first dates and it's like, okay, I'm done with online dating forever. And you delete the app and you know, just be single for (laughs) three months. So now I've just been a lot more intentional about, you know, really listening to how I feel when I look at someone's profile, when I'm looking at their photos, like reading what they have to say. um, If I feel really good about something or I feel like, you know, there, there is real potential when I go into conversation or if I match with these guys and, you know, we start, we start um, messaging back and forth. I really try to stick to this, um, not to, Reference the matchmaking service I was doing, but this three-day rule uh, around conversation and whether it's going anywhere or not. So essentially what I mean by this is, you know, a lot of times um, I'll match with a guy and, you know, maybe there'll be a little bit of conversation back and forth. But if there's ever a three-day period where they're just not responding, they're not on the app, they're not active, they're not, you know keeping up with, with this connection, um, I unmatch and, uh, keep it moving. And before I, I usually wouldn't do that. I would either just like let the, you know, let the conversation just sort of sit at the bottom of my inbox and kind of wait to see if, you know, this person ever comes back around. But I'm again, realizing that my intention is just, it's, it's different this time. I really, I'm very much, you know, looking for a relationship and, Um, if I'm dedicating this time, you know, to really focus on that, I would want somebody who's able to do that as well. And it's not to say that I need to hear from my matches every single day, but if a, if quite a few days have gone by and like, you've just sort of left the conversation hanging and there's been no response or nothing for, you know, at least three days, it tells me that, okay, the timing just isn't right with this person and I got to keep it going Um, so I'm, I'm sticking to that and so far it, it's been, it's been pretty good. I feel like, um, you know, it's definitely, I could tell it's, it's spared me some bad interactions or it's, it's definitely spared me just sitting around waiting by my phone for someone who's not right for me to finally get back to me. Another thing that I've been doing is, is, you know, I notice a lot more now when I'm on these apps when I feel like triggered and like, or when I just feel, you know, how, like how often I feel just sparked or angry or frustrated about like either something someone says or a response or anything like that. You know, I'm, I, a lot of it is sometimes projecting from the past. And, um, so I'm getting a lot better at like just catching myself in that moment and not self-sabotaging or trying to like, you know, shut down a a conversation before I get like the full truth on things, you know. Um, But other times it is, it is genuine, like a a genuine feeling of unsafety. Um, And now that I'm more aware of it, I'm doing less of just like ignoring it or pushing it down, right? No more making excuses for these guys. Like if I'm just not feeling it, if I'm like truly just uncomfortable by something i i'm trying to honor that and you know either just saying hey not sure that this is going to be a great fit you know and unmatching um or in some cases like just straight up unmatching right away (laughs) right like one guy just said something totally crazy i'm not going to entertain this i'm just going to like keep it you know cut this off and keep it moving um I've also got like a little bit of a rule for myself that like, I don't give anybody my phone number or even like my Instagram or anything like that until like we've met in person. Sometimes they'll still find me online, which it is what it is. But, um, you know, no, no personal contact, personal information until we've like officially met. Everything can be done through the apps. So that's how I'm going to do it. And as I said, everything comes back to just how I'm feeling and really honoring when I feel unsafe, when I feel uncomfortable, when I feel like I need more time, or maybe this just isn't the right fit, stop trying to like rationalize and just say, nope, it's okay, next match, you know? Yeah, and, and on that note, you know, really just honoring my boundaries as well too, you know? If I say that I want to stick to this sort of three-day rule for myself and there's no conversation... But maybe, I, maybe the conversation was really big, great in the beginning and there's a part of me that's like, but maybe he's busy and you know, all, whatever. And I let, the, I let the sort of excuses win. Um, nine times out of 10, I always end up regretting it more so because, not so much because what this person does, but because I didn't listen to myself. You know, I didn't really honor that boundary that I'm setting, um, you know a lot of the bo- some of the boundaries that I have also are around how often I'm on the apps and you know how, um, frequently I'm like checking in or whatever. I really just kind of wanted to set myself to maybe like an hour or so per day. Um, you know, was that way I could really have like focused intentional time on the app, um, as opposed to like checking it here and there throughout the day between work. You know, when I'm at work, I really just want to focus on work and that's that. Um, so, you know, really again, just giving myself that kind of structured uh, time and space to be able to swipe in a more healthy manner. Um, so honoring those boundaries, really just sticking true to what feels right. When I get into conversations now online, I'm also trying to get better at like asking better questions. Um, so much of like my conversations online in the past were just like pleasantries, just how's your day going? How's your weekend? What's, what's you up to? You know, like, and that's just not, not enough for me. <laughs> like that's something married people do. Like when they've known everything they need to know about a person for 10, 12 years, you know, early on in dating again, if I, if I want to be more intentional about it, my questions that I ask these guys needs to be more intentional, right? Like, um, you know what are you looking for in a relationship? Um, how do you define exclusivity? what is what is how do you define cheating right? like I want to just ask these like bigger deeper questions um, that really will help me paint the picture of what a relationship like will be like with this person um, you know, the pleasantries are, are nice here and there, but, those are things that I would have with an acquaintance or a friend or whatever. If this is somebody that like I'm looking for long-term partnership with, um, we need to take the questions to the next level. So I'm getting a lot better about that and having more meaningful conversations on the dating apps, um, as opposed to, you know, just little check-ins here and there. And in going back to honoring those boundaries, when I start to see a match sort of doing that to me, like not asking me those better questions, you know, um, it is kind of a, a maybe a yellow flag for me to just sort of be aware of like, okay, is this person emotionally available? Do they feel comfortable, like really going to that deeper level? Um, Otherwise, if they're not, then again, maybe they're not looking for the same type of relationship that I am or that I'm, you know. That I need right now so I've just been a lot more mindful about that and honestly it's given me a much better experience on the dating apps as well too when when the conversations are meaningful and and are really um, genuine and honest and and open in that way um, I think you know this podcast is an indication of like how that's done so much for my life to just like go to that those sort of deeper places. So that's sort of what I hope to gain out of a relationship as well too. And and when I have these conversations online, another thing that I am trying to do differently and trying to be better at um, really, and, and maybe this is a controversial one, but I feel like we've talked about this on other episodes, allowing myself to be asked out. Okay. Again, Going back to the conversations just being all pleasantries, like that would again, add to a lot of the dating fatigue that I used to have. I feel like when I would be having these little back and forths for days and days and days, and he's not asking me out and the conversation isn't really going anywhere, so why am I on this app with this person, right? Like it would add to that sort of fatigue. A lot of times I would just be the one to ask my date out, like right away, like, let me just get to the in-person. Um, And I realized that like, well, one, sometimes I would do it too quickly and it wouldn't give me enough time to know if I really like this person or if if I really think this is worthwhile meeting in person. And then I would have shitty first dates with people that were not a match. But then two, it does kind of put me more in my masculine energy when I'm the first one to initiate that as opposed to really just relaxing and allowing... For the guy to ask me out, right? Like that's more uh, within I believe within my feminine energy. Um, but let me know if you agree or disagree. I'm definitely I love like when women ask a guy out. I'm totally up for just kind of normalizing that. And I again, when usually the first person to to do it. But um, I I I like really just taking my time and really allowing and, and waiting to see if this person likes me, if I like them and seeing if they want to ask me out to meet in person. And when they don't, after again, maybe like a week or so, if I'm realizing like, you know they're not really asking me, I don't know if they're waiting for me to ask, but in either case, I'll either just sort of ask straight up like, hey, so would you want to meet in person? I realize like you weren't you haven't asked me out yet. Um, or again, if I feel like it's just been, you know, surface level conversation hasn't really gone anywhere. I might just kind of close the door on and say, Hey, don't think it's a match. All the best to you. Um, but if I match with somebody online, I would ideally like to meet them at, at least once. But again, I'm not forcing any of that to happen. You know, that's from that place of fear or scarcity. Like, if I don't ask this person out right away, it's not going to happen and blah, blah, blah. Like, if it does, if they don't want it to happen, then they're not a match for me. Right. So I do have to just kind of allow and, you know, be open to it. And on that note, when I do get asked out, not, I don't, I'm, I'm in a place where I just, I don't want to be the one to make the plans all the time. (laughs) Like I don't want to make the plan. Like if you're asking me out, like have a plan, you know? Um, and I think again, in the past, because usually I'm the one to initiate, I would like, coordinate, do all the scheduling, pick the place, like come up with options and stuff, really just like, you know, go above and beyond to try to make this a great date. Um, When in reality, this is not, again, it's with a person that is just not a good match for me. So it's also setting a tone, right? Like, so if I'm the one that is initiating first, I'm coming up with all the plans, I'm making all of the arrangements and everything, I'm the one like driving the relationship, then- what is there for him to do, right? Like he's just, that's thats the precedent that I've set. Like she likes to drive, so I'm just going to back off. And then I end up feeling resentful or I feel like my needs aren't really being met or like I'm not feeling appreciated or like desired or valued. And so, um yeah, along with allowing the guy to ask me out, I'm really allowing him to come up with a plan. And um I, I'm starting to see how frustrating it is sometimes when – They don't have a plan, uh, not to say that I'm not open to like contributing ideas or places to meet or things like that, but when it's literally just like the day of that we're supposed to meet and you don't have any ideas to where we, we could go, you know, um, I'm really responsive. I'm great at letting a guy know like, oh, this is where I'll be. This is when I'm free, blah, blah, blah. So I make it pretty easy to come up with something, um, But I think I'm realizing that when they're not even able to do that much, like that's a big, I'd say red flag at this point, (laughs) like it's becoming a big red flag when like no initiative or drive is really there. So really just allowing myself to um, be more observant of that, you know, like do, do am I are we setting this precedent where I have to be the one to really drive this forward Or do I see that he's also like taking that initiative as well, too? And, you know, one of the last things that like I'm really trying to do more of is not over romanticizing these matches. Um, That's that's like for me, the biggest like crux of online dating is that when you have an anxious attachment style like myself and I also like I'm just a natural like over fantasizer to begin with. Um, when there's this space of an online interaction, and I'm only I only have so much information to go off of who this person is, I will over romanticize and again create this like totally, you know, amazing narrative for somebody um, that they're, they that might not be true to who they really are, and so then I kind of set myself up for a really big disappointment at the end of the day. When I go and I meet them in person, it's like, oh, you are not what I was uh, envisioning all this time. And it's funny because I used to think that like, well, this is how I'm going to manifest, right? The great day. Like if I just envision it and just like really, you know, see myself with him and he's great and, dah, 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 and that's what's going to happen. But then that keeps me closed off to the reality of who this person really is showing me who they are, right? Like in the conversations, I will misread something or I'll I'll read too much into something, or I won't read enough into another thing. And then I'm just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm missing the truth of what they're telling me. You know, I remember one time I, you know, matched with a guy and, you know, we, he wanted to meet kind of right away. And, I barely looked at his profile. I kind of just looked at the pictures and I was like, yeah, he's it. Great. Awesome. I can't wait to meet him. You know, and I'm just like on the way, just over fantasizing about, oh, how is he going to be? And what's it going to be like? And blah, blah, blah. And we meet and like we start talking and, you know, conversation's good and everything. And I kind of asked him, well, what are you looking for in a relationship? And his response was, I'm not looking for a relationship. And he said it in a way like as if I should know that. And I was like. Oh, and he's like, yeah, it's right on my profile. It's like the first thing that I put there, not looking for a relationship, just want to keep it casual. (laughs) And so right there, I set myself up to be looking really stupid um, out in public. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so it was all just a result of like, living in this fantasy of who I wanted this person to be and completely ignoring the very obvious, blatant reality of who they were and what they were looking for. So no more of that. Um, really just being, again, intentional, mindful, um, even about like my, you know, how often I'm swiping. Like I said, I'm, I'm giving myself more of like a time limit, not feeling like I need to do it all day and night, all, all you know, even on the weekends, all all the, all the time. Um, really just being, um, like I said, just really focused and clear about what it is I'm looking for and not falling into the trap of like, oh, well, if I, I could be, if I don't swipe right on this, I'm, I'm going to miss out on my potential future husband. No, anybody that I haven't matched with is just, they're not it. They're not, they're not for me. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that like, there's not literally hundreds of more uh, potential options out there. And also like, this is the most important thing. I'm not going into online dating with the mindset of like, I have to find the one, right? This concept of like my soulmate or like this one person, like as I've been doing more of this healing work, I'm realizing that's just not a thing. I have probably met my soulmate or, you know, my love of my life like a hundred times over in friendships, in working relationships, in just, you know, just everyday connections. There's so much potential for really good relationships that um, don't need to be defined by just one thing, you know. Now, obviously, I am looking for just one relationship. I'm not out here saying like, I'm going to be open to a bunch of things, but I'm not going into dating with this mindset of just really limiting myself where I feel like I, I, it has to be perfect in that, you know, that one perfect way, right? How and when I meet, you know, the next right match for me at this time, um, will reveal itself when it is time. (laughs) And, uh, I think I just wanted to really assert that for myself going into it. You know, I took the pressure off myself in a lot of ways by just saying, Olivia, you don't, you know, you don't have to find the one, you know, it was the same thing going through the matchmaking service. Like, it it could be that i meet a really great person it could be that i don't and that's okay too and so it's the same thing with this um really just having fun summertime you know i got my hair on you know i'm looking good feeling good um and just continuing to always put you know my healing first my safety my security everything at the forefront giving little olivia all the love that she needs You know, regardless of if I find the find, regardless of if I find love on the on these apps or not, um, always still remembering to just love myself. So that's a little bit about where I'm at right now. Um, I really am committed to finishing this season of healing through love with you guys, and I'm so excited. We've got a lot more, you know, great episodes to come. So I promise I will get them out to you in the timely manner, as I, as I said at the beginning. And um, as always, thank you so much for just your continued support and your love and and every, you know, encouragement that everyone's given me. Just I'm so appreciative. Um, let's continue to grow. Let's continue to recommit to ourselves again and again, as always. And I will see you next time on another episode of Healing Through Love. Bye, y'all.